This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Three young men who lost their lives at an Airbnb uh, domicile on uh, Queens Wharf, I guess it was. The police are now calling it murder-suicide, uh, double homicide and a suicide, although they're not identifying specifically uh, who was described as having perished for whatever reason. Uh, nonetheless, it's another question mark surrounding the whole short-term rental uh, situation with Airbnb and other such, but the Senior Vice President of Global Policy and Communications, Chris Lahane, is with us. Uh, he's with Airbnb, by the way, and they've got uh, some policy directives to address this kind of thing. Chris, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. John, I appreciate you having me. Well, you know, when I uh, am reading that you've got uh, certain platform uh, measures uh, built upon Airbnb's trust and safety efforts, including a global ban on party houses and enhanced tools to stop unauthorized parties. Uh, and in cases like that, you've suspended listings in cities like Toronto, for example. Any idea what then happened, uh, and was it in contravention of your policies where three young people lost their lives? Yeah, and you know, I'll jump in and, and, and walk you through that. Um, before doing so, I do want to make clear that you know, as we talk about these issues, you know, nothing that we're going to say on this conversation is going to bring back, you know, Tyrone, Jalen, Joshua, you know, who were the three young men who lost their lives, as you've talked about. Um, but, you know, what we're really looking to do here today in Toronto, and really it applies to all of Canada, uh, is share some next steps that we are taking uh, to try to make what happened on Friday um, less likely to happen uh, again in the future. And so we specifically announced a pilot program that's going to exist here in Canada, which we have aspirations will ultimately be a global model, uh, but it's specifically tailored for what our research and information shows about conduct uh, on Airbnb in Canada. And what we specifically announced was a prohibition on anyone, any guest or potential guest under the age of 25 looking to make a reservation of a whole home, meaning a home where a host is not present within the community that they live in. And the reason we're specifically uh, identifying that for Canada uh, is that our research does show that that is the specific cohort and almost fact pattern, for lack of a better way to describe it, that really over-indexes when you have these so-called um, unapproved um, party houses. And um, based on that research and information, we really wanted to put something in place that, that is specific to Canada, that's concrete, uh, and that's tangible. This is always a work in, in progress. I mean, if you step back and look at our platform, 99.9% of the people uh, treat it the way they should. They treat the home like it's their own home, host treat guests like they're extended members of their family. Uh, incident rates on the platform are exceptionally low, 0.03% of all Crips um, have some type of property damage, 0.06% have some type of security issue. Uh, but what we do know, and specific to Canada, is that when things happen, they tend to over-index, you know, specifically for that group of younger people under 25 making a reservation within their own community, right? And that, you know, if you take a step back, sort of common sense people looking to do uh, potentially parties from that group. And then a derivative of that is some of the violence uh, that you see. And so this is specific for Canada. Um, it is the next steps in terms of the larger effort that we're doing and investing in on, on trust and safety. Um, and while we don't, uh, and certainly not going to sit here and say it's going to eliminate everything that is happening, we do think it will have an impact, it will mitigate, and it will lessen and make it less likely 
that what occurred, a tragedy that occurred on Friday night will happen again. All right, because I was going to ask how you monitor or police this kind of thing. Uh, for example, when I stated off the top that uh, according to Airbnb, uh, that you've already put in place a global ban on party houses yep. and uh, you've got enhanced tools to stop unauthorized parties and uh, as a consequence, you've also suspended listings in cities such as Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Ottawa. But yep. Toronto is where this happened. So let's dial it back. Uh, were your current policies are the ones up until you've just recently announced new ones here uh, in the last day or so. Were, did they fail you? Did something fall through the cracks? I mean, what happened there on this Friday night at Queen's Wharf? Was that an unauthorized party? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And so, you know, the policies that we put in place... Um, in November, and those policies have built on prior policies, they're all having a significant impact. I mean, we've taken down thousands and thousands of listings around the, the world that the November announcement helped us identify. But this is, you know, a constant work in progress. And, and again, you've asked to level up, but, but to put this a little bit in perspective, you know, on a typical night, there's two-plus million people staying on an Airbnb. Some nights... It's over four million, and so think about that: two plus million people, strangers staying in a stranger's home, across 220 uh, countries and regions around the world, 100,000 cities. Again, the vast majority of those people actually conduct themselves uh, appropriately, but when you're at that scale, you're going to see some of the frailties and infirmities of, of people—people people making mistakes, people making bad decisions, people looking to do something. Right, what like, you're saying, though, Chris, is yeah. there's some folks going to fall through the cracks on this, and we're still going to have yeah. occasions where uh, maybe tragedy ensues. And what you're basically telling me is Airbnb can't successfully monitor these things no, and be a foolproof. Let me finish. I was going to—I was going to finish that sentence if you would allow me to, please. Um, which is that, despite all of that. Right, those things are going to happen, but we do feel like we have a constant and ongoing responsibility to get the information that we're seeing out there and consistently and constantly iterate and improve. And so, what we're specifically doing, we specifically announced today here in Toronto, but looking at research that was specific to Canada, what else we could do? Uh, because it simply is not good enough to say, "Hey, we're a mirror or reflection of larger issues in society." I do think when it comes to this challenge and issues of gun violence. It's really complex. There's big issues out there, but we have a particular and specific role to play, particularly when something is happening in one of our listings, one of our host listings. And so that's what we're doing today, right? We have a strong and robust program, but we're always going to build on it and we're always going to iterate on it. All right. So what does a program involve? If I got it right, you're introducing a 24-7 neighborhood support telephone hotline. Uh, we're, we're doing two things that we specifically announced from a programmatic, or prescriptive programmatic um, uh, perspective today. One is the prohibition on people renting under the age of 25 in listings that are unhosted, whole homes. Uh, and then the second thing that we announced is uh, making available to all of Canada uh, a neighborhood support line. And what that is is a 24-7-365 hotline that if you're someone in a neighborhood in your community and you see something that you think is wrong or causes you concern, you can call us. A person will answer that phone and be in a position to rapidly respond based on the information that is provided. That could potentially include, you know, someone from our company getting this call and then immediately calling the local law enforcement, local police department, and saying we've become aware of A, B, or C. Um, and, again, the point of that is to be able to have a mechanism to respond to what someone may be seeing in as close to real time as we get. Well, what kind of things? I mean, are you confident the police will actually respond to these calls? I think that, you know, obviously it very much depends on what the nature of the particular issue 
that has been flagged. I will say this. We have begun working with police departments around the world in an incredibly positive way. And, you know, um, uh, I think how the Toronto police have handled the situation here is really admirable. We have incredible respect. They've been, um, you know, incredibly on top of it. But just recently in Los Angeles, we actually worked with the LAPD to identify 20-some-odd houses that the Los Angeles Police Department had identified as places they were concerned about as being sort of habitual party houses. Um, they were on multiple short-term rental platforms. We worked closely with the police department and about two weeks ago announced that they had been completely removed from our platform. Again, an example of how you have to continue to work at this and work closely with communities on it. I would like and hope and I assume we're going to be able to replicate what we did in Los Angeles across cities in Canada as we continue to move forward on this. All right. Uh, and you have your own rapid response agents that are going to be at the ready. I mean, uh, what kind of personnel might you dedicate to the city of Toronto? Yeah. So we have people who are trained. You know, they work out of our different um, uh, locations that we have globally, because, again, we're you know, when you're putting two plus million people in the home. Right. It's global. And it's 24-7, right? So you have to have some, someone on top of this 24 hours a day, <laughs> seven days a week over the course of an entire year. But we have a whole team of folks. They get trained. We actually brought in uh, two former big city police chiefs um, from uh, the U.S., former police. One of them was the former police chief of Washington, D.C., who actually oversaw former President Barack Obama's um, presidential task force. Um, and they're actually helping us sort of produce and oversee, you know, this entire program so that we're actually having people uh, who are trained and capable of responding uh, to deal with the types of issues that will come up. We're talking like security guards, just as one might, you know, if a building, the alarm goes off, uh, security dispatch, and then uh, somebody actually physically shows up at that premises? What um, we're talking about is that someone, so I'll give a hypothetical, there's, you know, an incident uh, in a neighborhood here in Toronto, a party is taking place that is loud um, and disruptive. Uh, that neighbor would call um, the Airbnb um, direct line, the, neighbor, the neighborhood support line. Someone would answer that line. They would then make some kind of an evaluation as to whether this should be directed to the police department, to another entity in the city, or maybe even perhaps to the host, so that the host could intervene quickly and hopefully have that party ended before it really even gets going. So obviously there's a variety of ways um, the actual a actions themselves can manifest them themselves after the call has taken place. But the idea is to be on top of this in real time. Well, I hope it works in practice, as you suggested in theory. Uh, Got to let you go on that note, but I appreciate you telling us what the latest is from Airbnb, especially in the aftermath of this uh, three-death tragedy on the weekend at uh, a place that was being rented through Airbnb. Chris, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. You got it. Chris Lahane is a senior VP of Global Policy and Communications with Airbnb. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.